Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to our Valentine's Day Yassacre. We're going to be talking about My Bloody Valentine 1981 and My Bloody Valentine 3D 2009. You might notice that there's actually two episodes here and that their audio isn't amazing. Well, that's okay. If you don't like the tin can audio, you can go to our YouTube channel at The Queers Have Eyes and watch our first video podcast. That's right. You can look at our adorable faces and learn about these movies. If you'd like to continue just listening to what we've got for you, that's okay too. We're just Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening. We don't discriminate. Time. We're coming at you today with a double feature for Valentine's Day. This is the Queers Have Eyes and we're your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm Chase. And we're on video this time. Should we just, like, jump right into it, or...? Just jump in, just... like a mine shaft. Alright. Here's a short synopsis of My Bloody Valentine, 1981. It's Valentine's Day in Valentine, a shitty mining town that played host to a horrific spree killer 20 years prior. They finally got up the courage to restart their Valentine's Day dance tradition, just in time for the murderers to start up again. The sheriff tries to hide it, causing even more murders. The board townies hold a party at the murderer's house, but he doesn't like that for some reason. The townies go further into the mine to fuck, and fuck they are, because the murderer is with them. But who is it? Axel. For barely plausible reasons. Good thing TJ was there to not suspect at all, or it would have been a really bad film. Axel escapes into the mine, down one arm, and we escape from the confines of this barely thought-out narrative. The tagline for My Bloody Valentine 1981 is Harry's out to steal your heart. He didn't steal my heart. No. It is under three layers of clothing and a binder. Good luck, Harry. Rotten Tomatoes rated it 58%. IMDB rated it 6.2 out of 10. And the Queers Have Eyes have given it a 5.5 out of 11. How'd we determine that score, Chase? Well, we'll tell you. One. Traumability. We gave Traumability a two out of 11. I mean, I am claustrophobic. Mines are small, dark spaces. But the real thing about this is they climbed this huge ass ladder that was like, I, I can't even tell you how tall it is, but I can tell you that neither Chase or myself could climb that ladder. We don't have the upper body strength. No, we do not. Trauma. 
Chase, how dumb is the protagonist? For this one, we gave it a 5 out of 11. We're assuming the protagonist is TJ Hannigan, and he's pretty dumb. Not only did he decide to throw a Valentine's Day party, which the killer hates, uh, in the killer's home, but also he moved back to his small town from California. Literally. What are you doing? Why? You know. You know what's there. Nothing. Halloween costume realness? We gave this a 9 out of 11. Dude. Mining costumes, kinda hot, the gas mask, sexy. Grab your pitchfork. <laughs> um, <Richard>, Pickaxe? <laughs> <laughs> grab something. Uh, you need something to keep you entertained. Richard, did they go to Juilliard? I don't even think these actors could spell Juilliard, let alone get there. No. They wouldn't be allowed in. That's and a zero out of eleven. Zero. Zero plus. Zero minus? See, minus zero. Either way. Daddy? Is that you? For this we gave it a five out of eleven. The uniforms are hot. And um Axel was blonde. You know how we feel about blondes. Stream and cream? We've given this a six out of eleven. Every single female in this film is just horny. All they care about is fucking. Literally, Sarah is stuck between two men. She wants to fuck both of them. And uh, there's no real plot to this film, so there's no reason to pay attention. Other than that, the climactic fight is so silent and weird. Your climax will be the star of the show. It always is. Jump scares. We gave this a 5 out of 11. Um, they, they were there. They had them, for sure. One of them, one of them was okay. Yeah, one got us, but there were, there were some. Can we make this with an iPhone? It's a 10 out of 11. I mean, miners are bored. We could probably just very easily cast quite a few of them in our film. Yeah, uh, there's nothing else to do in that small town. Why not? Why not? Um, ghost face. We gave it a 7 out of 11. While there weren't a lot of O faces, because a lot of kills sort of happened with the head off screen, Sylvia became a lovely water feature. That she did. It was only there for like three seconds, but you know, she's still down there doing her job. Scream Queens. We've given this a 1 out of 11. There uh, is. Nice. These queens did not make me scream. Our final girl had zero final girl energy. Woof. Alright. The Queers Have Eyes rating 11 out of 11. One. A large group of boys shower together and two of them share the same shower head. Gay. Okay. Two. The minor boys wrestled with their pants down in the parking lot. Gay. Three. The town is decorated in pink and red. Gay. Four. TJ and Axel both play the harmonica. Gay. Five. The mayor is overly excited about a Valentine's Day dance. Gay. Six. The mine's kitchen is full of wieners. Gay. Seven. Patty is definitely a closeted lesbian. Gay. Eight. 
They ran a train in the mines. Gay. Gay. Nine. Sarah looks up Patty's skirt. Gay. Gay. Ten. Patty won't go up the ladder without Sarah holding her. Gay. Gay. And eleven. TJ and Axel have more chemistry than they do with the woman that they're in a love triangle with. Gay. Which brings us to eleven out of eleven gay. For the queers have eyes, and we stand by that. Mm Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening. We don't discriminate. Time. After time. And if you're lost, you can look. And you will find me. And Richard. Okay, that's enough, Cindy Lauper. But not the plot of this film. We're talking about My Bloody Valentine again. But 2009. Did you know there were two of them? We did. We're back with part two of our Valentine's Day Yassiker! And this is the Queers Have Eyes. We're your hosts. I'm Chase. I'm Richard. And we're excited to get into this film. Richard, tell the people the plot. I would love to. Jensen Ackles is bad at his job and explodes a mine, killing five of his co-workers and putting Harry Warden in a coma. Flash forward a year, and our four B-list actors, who still live in the town that's destroying the environment, decide to have a celebratory Valentine's Day party at the site of the five deaths. Harry Warden hates this, comes out of his coma, and seeks revenge by killing a bunch of teenagers and scaring Jensen Ackles to the West Coast. But uh uh-oh, it's ten years later and Jensen Ackles has returned down a ball cap to either bunch everyone's panties or drench them. He's definitely crazy and definitely killing everyone. But hey, I can't blame him. That's just small town life, baby. Hot cop Kerr Smith takes a break from fucking his teenage baby mama to make sure that Jensen Ackles doesn't fuck his wife. And he succeeds by fucking Jensen Ackles himself. I'm just kidding. That's just in my fanfic. But everyone relevant is still alive at the end of the film. The tagline for My Bloody Valentine 2009 is... January 16th. Get your heart broken. I'm a queer person in their 30s. My uh, heart is always broken. And mine is dead. Rotten Tomatoes gave My Bloody Valentine 2009 a 62%. IMDb gave My Bloody Valentine 2009 a 5.4 out of 10. And the Queers of Eyes have given it a 6.9 out of 11. How did we get that score? We're gonna tell you. One, traumability. Six out of 11. I, getting past the low level psychic damage that small towns give you. Um, We're bumping that up to a six uh, because if you went crazy, would you know that you went crazy? Dean Winchester, didn't you? No, he didn't. Chase. How dumb is the protagonist? For this one, we gave it an 11 out of 11. The killer didn't even know he was the killer. And the writer didn't know how to make that not irritating. Halloween costume realness. We've given this a 9 out of 11, if you can believe it, because Minor Sheik is hot. Still hot. 
but you are leaving the gas mask on during sex, and yeah. dear God, don't forget your pickaxe. Or your pitchfork. Richard, did they even go to Juilliard? We're giving this a 5 out of 11. The acting from the boys was way better than the first one, 1981. Was that, the that was a low bar. It yeah. was very low. But it is Jensen Ackles, so... Um, but the ladies could probably use an acting lesson or two. Daddy, is that you? For this one, we gave it a 12 out of 11. A Queers Have Eyes first. Uh, Jensen Ackles. And Kerr Smith. That's all. I'm not turned on, you're turned on. I am turned on. And you're turned on. Oh, yeah, I am. Stream and Cream, we've given this an 8 out of 11. Jensen Ackles and Kerr Smith, I just said this. And um, Kerr Smith. Yeah. And they're both in uniform. Hot. I, I... I can fix them. Uh, jump scares. For this, we gave it a 2 out of 11. If 3D was ever good, you know, maybe we'd rate it higher, but um, all of the jump scares were 3D and we forgot our glasses. <laughs> Could I make this with an iPhone? We've given this a 4 out of 11. There were a lot of long shots that you just couldn't do on an iPhone. Um, it wouldn't give it the same justice. It's but it's really nothing spectacular. So the rest of it, you could definitely take care of. Go's face. For this, we've given it a three. Um, there was a solid O face when the pickaxe popped through the back of Jason's head, but Brandy owed her face clean up. Damn, that was a scene. Scream Queens, we've given this a five out of 11. Thanks to Deputy Ferris finding the maid in the dryer. That was disgusting. Um, also, I guess we'll give some points for Sarah and the teenage baby mama um, screaming in the scene when they're like shoving things against the office door to keep the pickbacks from coming through. That'll help, for sure. Our last category. The Queers Have Eyes custom category. And believe it or not, we've given this one an 11, 11 out, of, out 11, of 11. 11 out of 11. And we're going to tell you why. One, Tom has mental health issues. Gay. Okay. Two, there's a female cop. Gay. Okay. Three, Tom dances in a cage. Gay. Okay. Four, the rock grave looks like a vagina. Gay. Okay. Five, there are men working in tight spaces in the dark. Gay. Six. Sarah's wearing flannel, and it's not even fall. Gay. Seven. The killer collects cute boxes. Gay. Eight. Ben deep throats a pickaxe. Gay. Nine. Tom and Axel wrestle in a dark room. Gay. Ten. Tom is wearing lip gloss the whole time. Gay. Eleven. Tom has daddy issues. Gay. Gay. And so do I. And that brings us to 11 out of 11. Gay. Oh. <laughs> well, we're not alcoholics. You're an alcoholic. I'm not turned on, you're turned on. Mm -hmm. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Valentine's Day holiday. 
Although, I'm pretty sure it was created by Hallmark. Yeah, this uh, series of movies is less scary than the thought of being alone forever and being reminded of that every year. Are you reminded of that, Chase? You're married. <laughs> um, but it is, it is a horror that I do face every year. Um, I'm so glad that you've hung out with me to make it less horrible than previous years. Um, did you like the movies? I did. I, you know, I think 2009's a little campy. Um, I was, I spent a lot of time just like fangirling over Jensen Ackles and Kerr Smith. I, yeah, I think that's probably the only draw to the movie, if I'm being honest. The plot twist made me sad. I do, I, I love the fact that that between the two movies, they didn't keep the same killer, so that people who had previously seen the 1981 version were able to watch the 2009 version, and they still got a surprise. Like, technic well, the films, both films are pointing you towards the same two people, basically, at the end, and then they just swap them. But it's still a little something. It's yeah. a gift. It's a Valentine's Day gift. Unfortunately, that didn't mean much for us because I was so excited to watch Jensen Ackles. We watched 2009 first. I mean, it's still the same thing. It's okay. I, mean, I, I did spend then the entire time watching 1981 thinking that it was going to be TJ. Um, and then it wasn't. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It was the most pleasantly surprising thing about 1981, um, because that movie sucks. It's something. It exists, and it, it, it did its job for its time. And I feel the same way about 2009, though. I feel like that was during a height of 3D movies, and they jumped on it. And, and they did it. I, don't know that it was successful. No, but it happened. Uh, much like 2006 Black Christmas compared to 1974, um, it, the time was right to make another version. Um, Did the right director do it? But it was beautiful. The camera work got way better. Yeah. All right, Chase. I think they've heard enough from us today, and I have a bottle of wine to finish, so um, should we wrap this up? Let's. All right. We've been the Queers Have Eyes. This is our holiday double feature of My for, Bloody Valentine. For our Valentine's Day Yassiker. Make sure to like and follow. Um, follow us on Instagram. Hit us up on our email. All at the Queers Have Eyes. Gmail. Oh, email us at Gmail. Yes. Um, and if you're still here, stay queer. And keep your eyes open.